0: my mouth just got real moist (laughs) yeah girl (laughs) what's up everybody welcome back to the formula america podcast with your host kurt and dylan and you know i'm still kind of buzzing a little bit from this weekend's australian gp like keep looking at highlights and stuff it's wild i can't believe what just happened
1: yeah f1 released an instagram reel where it was a wreck or the final wreck from every driver's point of view, every camera they had yeah. a point of view from. I just sat there and
0: watched on replay from every <laughs> single point of view what happened. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's still one of those where it's just like every time you go back you you find something else that was, you know, going on. But since I then just... <laughs> since then we have had a few pieces of news on the Formula 1 world come out. One of which, well, two of which we're going to talk about today. One of those is some potential changes to the uh, sprint weekend format. And the other one that is probably more entertaining to me is the fact that we've got a team boss that's challenging all other team bosses to boxing matches, to races. Like this guy is going off the deep end. I can't wait. I hope, I hope it comes true. I, 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 would, Toto Wolf and,
1: and uh Zach Brown boxing. It's like they'd be like watching Muhammad Ali and uh, Paul Blart in the boxing <laughs> ring
0: like, <laughs> He does look like Paul Blart. I just seen him on a Segway going down the paddock. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. why is that so accurate? you know when when you
1: have when eight cars have to dnf for you to score points you got to just start making you know news waves
0: elsewhere (laughs) was like oh forget it we're gonna fight all right well we'll get into that (laughs) one we'll talk about that we'll break that one down but first let's talk about the uh the sprint uh weekend format changes potential changes right so it sounds um, pretty
1: i mean like it looks like that's what everyone's agreed to it i think the fia has just got
0: to say sure Right. So basically it came out that what had happened, uh, was last weekend at the Australian GP before the race, a lot of the team bosses and principals got together and they discussed potentially changing the format. Um, and from all reports, it was either either almost unanimous or very heavily favored that they do change it. Um, so traditionally sprint for a uh, sprint weekend started, I think it was 2021, um came out with three races and it was just a way to kind of shake it up and give a little bit more entertainment value to the weekend. It's kind of, you know, hit or miss depending on who you talk to. A lot of people like it, a lot of people don't. One thing I've noticed actually is a lot of the older purists F1 purists hate it. And then a lot yeah. of the younger like newer fans, they like it cuz it's a lot more drama which, you know, F1 at the end of the day it's a business, right? Like it's all about money, so they're going to go for, you know, the entertainment value, what they can make the most off of and you know, that's the wave of the future. Um, and if they, so I mean, got, if it's
1: up to the teams, they wouldn't have the sprint races. I think it's pretty unanimous that the teams dislike the sprint race weekends.
0: It's it's a lot of drama. And that's, you know, something that, you know, one of the reasons why I'm kind of for it um, is because of some, some of the issues with the traditional format. Um But first off, so let's talk about the traditional format of a race weekend. You have full practice one, full practice two on Friday. Then you have full practice three on Saturday, followed by quali. And then the race on Sunday. So once you go to a sprint weekend, the way it is now, you have f- uh, full pra- free practice. Sorry, free practice one on Friday, followed by sprint qualification right after that, and then Which Saturday. Which is just a
1: traditional qualification, right? But it sets the grid for the sprint, not the race.
0: Correct. And then after that on Saturday, you have a kind of useless um, free practice two which it's useless because your cars are already in park permit condition, which means you can't make any major adjustments without getting a penalty, a starting place penalty. Um, So they really can't do much to the car, just go out and get some extra laps. Um, And then they have the sprint race and however you finish in the sprint race determines how you finish or start on Sunday. So the thing I don't like about that is one, one, one comes to mind. One instance comes to mind specifically, and that was Silverstone in 2021. If you remember, Checo had a really good quality on Friday and was starting. I can't remember if he was on pole or close to it, but whatever. He's
1: like, I think he was Q. I think he was P3.
0: Right.
1: He had a chance to fight his way up even higher, though.
0: Yeah. And then almost immediately it spun out and got put back in P20 and it completely ruined his weekend. And he started, yeah. I believe he started dead last on, on Sunday. Um. So it, there's a lot of issues or complications that can happen during the sprint race that can really affect your race on the weekend. So I kind of like this new proposed format. So what they're trying to do is make it so Friday you have free practice one, followed by your Grand Prix Grand Prix qualification. So Friday's quali determines how you start Sunday's race. And then Saturday you have a sprint quali and then your sprint race, which is kind of isolated from the main Grand Prix. It's just kind of a way to get extra points, really. Doesn't really yeah, it's extra points race. and extra
1: entertainment and
0: extra engine parts for Ferrari. <laughs> That's true. Extra engine parts, extra body panels when the engine catches on fire. More chances for Charles, Charles Leclerc and Sergio Perez. Or, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Carlos Sainz just getting more heartbreak and despair. Yeah.
1: And, and it's on, it's not like it's an easy track. Like Baku always has drama.
0: Oh yeah. Baku is super tight. That one section going around where the, the castle or whatever, it's always got
1: drama. So you're just up in the ante for the weekend to be insane. Um, I agree with you. I think the traditional, like it adds in the traditional way of doing the sprint weekend. It adds a lot of drama. The sprint race itself can get very dramatic and affect the entire race weekend. But then I also get how, you know, the idea is if you, you know, you have the fastest car and you do good laps, you're going to start for higher up. That's why we do qualification the way we do, you know, Checo dropping back, I think is probably one of the most extreme versions that's happened. But, um, you know, I, I think this is a good change. I think this has the potential to be worthwhile. It helps you to score some extra points. It's great extra entertainment for us, but ultimately it shouldn't affect the grand prix race itself. Um, but what will be interesting, I also think, kind of the second order effects of this, there's already a ton of rumors that we're going to get rid of some of the free practices. Right. Right. And now we're doing one free practice and a qualifying and that's it. Like that's all you get to set your car up period. And so if this goes very smoothly and the teams are happy with the car setups, you're only going to like, you're pushing the rumors to be more real of getting rid of one
0: of the, of the free practices it's almost um, like a test session for formula one and the FIA to see how that would go.
1: Yeah. And, it, and it's going to make practice a whole lot more entertaining and worthwhile instead of teams going out, running a few laps, coming back in sitting for a while going out. Like if you want to run all three tires, f- fuel full fuel loads for race simulation and low fuel loads for quality simulation, they're going to have to do all of that in a single qual or yeah. single practice session. So like it's, it's going to up the activity during practice and then two qualifying sessions and two races. Like,
0: yep. also I see like, if you have a problem during that test session or that practice session, that's going to really affect your weekend. Cause you're going to be stuck in the garage while everybody else is using that limited time to get that data and you're not going to be getting any, so. Yeah, I could see it. All right. So even so, even though the team principals have voted on this, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Right. So I was looking up what needs to take place. So after this, it has to go through the sporting advisory committee and they have to have a discussion on it and what they have to vote on it. And then after that, it's got to go through two more levels. It's still got to be voted on by the F1 commission. And then finally, it's got to go for ratification by the World Motorsport Council. Which sounds like the Illuminati of racing (laughs) (laughs) the World (laughs) Motorsport Council. So it's gotta go through all that. But I guess they're trying to get it pushed through so it actually takes place in Baku, which I mean we're only twenty some days away. Way too many days away. I know, way too many days. Unless Unless you're you're McLaren, McLaren. then it's not as enough days. (laughs) I'm thinking Charles Claire just needs more time to clear his mind. Oh man. Oh, Did you see the pictures that came out on from last year? Charles Leclerc got robbed and somebody stole like a million something dollar watch from him. And so there's pictures you can find online. I I haven't been able to verify them, but I've seen them on a couple different resources um, of him. Have you seen his Ferrari that he has his custom Ferrari? Yeah. Of that car speeding down the streets, apparently chasing these people after chasing after them after they stole his watch. And then I guess apparently the police caught the guys, but just imagine Charlie's watch. I don't know. If you remember like a year and a half ago, Lando got robbed at a soccer game and they took the Richard Milley off his arm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'd want to get in a, uh, you know, in a street chase with a formula one <laughs> driver in a custom Ferrari <laughs> as the well, guy chasing me.
0: All you got to do is find a gravel trap and go around there. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Never too soon. (laughs) All right. So, moving on from there.
1: More importantly, more definitely, what
0: what Kurt has been waiting for. I read this. I read this last night, and I was like, "That's got to be an April Fool's joke." So I'm going to check the dates (laughs) on when it was posted, and I see it was posted like yesterday. And I'm looking up, and I'm seeing multiple like reputable news sources are posting this. So apparently, Zach Brown, the CEO of McLaren, has challenged Toto Wolff to a boxing match <laughs> in Las in Vegas. Vegas
1: which... You know, Dana White's got to be picking it up already. Dana oh White's probably God. like, "I'll call McGregor. We're gonna get it set up."
0: I would love to see this. This is, but my other thing is like, why Toto? Why why wouldn't he call out like Fred Vasur or somebody or <laughs> Atmar? Don't call out Toto. <laughs> it's Muhammad Ali versus Paul Blart. Like he's like shooting for the moon on this one. So I wanted to see some stats, right? So I was looking him up. Zach Brown is 51 years old. He's comes in at a whopping five foot eight inches tall. <laughs> And I I couldn't find how much he weighs, but I don't. He doesn't two forty
1: two fifty. Right? Nah, he doesn't he's seem only like five foot fittest. eight. Two thirty two forty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Either way, he's not the fittest. And so I was looking yeah. up average reaches, and average reach is a one to one ratio. So you're looking at like you know yeah. the same you know weight as height. So then I looked up Toto. This man is six foot tall, five rich inches and tall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is six five. There is no way that Zach Brown is going to get a, a, a hit in on Toto. I mean, unless he just spears him, eats a couple, <laughs> and hopes he gets through. I don't think, I don't know. Zach, Maybe Zach Brown has some hands, but I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see. I, I would pay to watch it, though. I can <laughs> promise you that. <laughs> I would love to watch that go down. That would be hilarious. Hilarious. I hope Toto responds, and I hope he's all for it. And like you okay, said, of the,
1: so before you move on to the next challenge of the 10 team principals slash CEOs, like of the, of the relevant bosses of the team, who would you put in a final bracket? All right. We go tournament style. Oh, they all duke it out. Starting with
0: all 10. Who's the final two. I mean, Toto's definitely going to be up there. I yeah, think. Toto's
1: definitely one of them. I,
0: I found a video of Toto and, and George Russell working out, and Toto's pretty fit. So he's yeah. going to be there. You know, the other one, I'm not sure. I, I initially want to go Gunther, but I got a feeling Gunther's more bark than bite. Yeah, he's all bark. So I don't know. I don't I'm kind of
1: feeling maybe Mike Crack.
0: Mike <laughs> You just <laughs> wanted to say Mike Crack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He might be a surprise. Uh, Christian Horner would just. Uh, no. He, he's. Uh,
0: I don't see Christian over there. He's going to be Definitely fighting dirty. not
1: Zach. Definitely not Otmar.
0: Who we got? Joel's over at, at Williams. Yeah, uh, Stella at McLaren also. Asked, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure.
1: But Toto is definitely one of them.
0: Yeah. So I think. It's Toto and somebody. <laughs> I think Zach's definitely out of his, he's outclassed on this one. Would you say he's
1: punching above his weight class?
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. A yeah. <laughs> well, weight class, I don't know, but skill level <laughs> and ability, yes. Oh, um, man. And All then right, he s- also challenged. Yeah, he also challenged Christian Horner to a race around Silverstone. And I think he also opened that one up to Toto as well. Um which isn't so crazy. They actually, Christian and Zach raced each other in the 90s in the yeah. British F3 series. Um, it's uh, What is funny is looking up old pictures of Zach Brown from that time frame. He yeah. was like fit and trim, and you could tell it, it looks like Zach. But uh, nowadays, I, I don't know. He's he's not going to be. Uh,
1: Christian doesn't have the best race history. I mean, if I was going to yeah. challenge somebody, one of the team principals to something, I'd probably go to, for you know, go-karting and then I'd pick on Christian like, yeah yeah or
0: Gunther I could, or Otmar or that's definitely a more a more balanced match I think and you know Toto Wolf also is a former professional driver too yeah. there's actually like one to 24 hours of Nürburgring racing a couple GT series so I mean seeing those three on the track would be pretty cool you remember that video from Mercedes with Toto and, yeah, and was, Lewis and yeah that and was Valtteri. pretty cool
1: yeah that was really cool I thought they did a good job there um I don't know. If you got Zach Brown, Christian Horner, and Toto Wolf on a racetrack together, I could totally see Christian Horner trying to kill everybody on the track.
0: I would love to see that. that would be his opportunity.
1: <laughs> if he could pit maneuver Toto Wolf into yeah. Zach Brown and take them both out.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, we can only wait and hope that Toto responds to this because I want to see these guys go at it. You will have an instant update from Formula America if Toto responds. Without a doubt. And I'm thinking now that we need to do this. We'll sit down. We'll get every team boss's stats, and we'll f- put them up against each other, and we'll figure out who the top two are going to be.
1: We'll ask chat GPT as well. Oh, yeah,
0: we should do that.
1: <laughs> well, we'll let's, let's us do it, have our picks, how that will all play out, and then we'll ask chat GPT to do it. Yeah, we'll see that. Um, Otherwise, we will be sitting on our – Pens and needles just uh waiting like 45 days to the next race yep not at Absolutely. all impatiently
0: yep i'm sure more news will be coming out and we'll hop on and talk about that and also i want to we got a breakdown of aston martin's success coming soon yep. and uh yeah i think that's it. it's a nice short and sweet today just get that news out there love it Yep. okay then well as always if you like what you hear Please take a second and leave us a rating. And if you got more time, leave us a review and make sure you share this with a friend. And uh, on that note, stay classy, America. See you next time.